live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Trent Valky has a history of taking the physical specimen with the big upside. Who's that in this draft? That's Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Yep. I would just put that into your mind as everyone is saying Aiden Hutchinson is a sure thing. Trayvon Walker is being compared to Micah Parsons. Mm. Of course, he didn't have the production that Parsons did. Isn't necessarily going to be able to do it on film, but oh, the physical oh, attributes of what he did oh, in college, goodness. but also at the Combine, there's people talking this guy might be the biggest physical freak in the draft. Noted. Noted. Take it. Got Don't it. just say in pen, Aiden Hutchinson, when you're dealing with Trent Balky. I don't disagree there with Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football. I think uh, that is, I think Trayvon Walker's very much in play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Aiden Hutchinson's very much in play. Um, I've been saying it for weeks. And... Maybe somebody planted that with Schrager. They haven't planted it with me. Uh, so much so, even Austin Lane asked me, he's like, all right, where are you guys hearing this stuff? And I can I can tell you fully, nobody said that to me. <laughs> so I just think it could be in play. And I think he is a freaky athlete, and I think you could be versatile with him. And if you have the right plan with him, he has more upside, I believe, than Aiden Hutchinson at number one. So... Like, here's my problem with the number one overall pick. The Jags have had high picks in the past, right, where they haven't had the quarterbacks available. You go back to 2013, uh, where the, the tackle draft, right, of Fisher and, and Jokel. Well, first of all, it wasn't a very good draft. It wasn't super, like, elite prospect draft. It was yeah. really bad. It's, it's known for that. And they're also, like, for Caldwell and Gus Bradley in year one, it didn't offer them a quarterback. And so, like, they couldn't get elite prospect or quarterback. It was just the luck of the draw. Mm -hmm. They happened to be the two pick, and they couldn't get them. And then Fisher ends up being better than Jokel, so nothing works out there. And really, they could have gone a lot of different directions, and a lot wouldn't have worked out in that draft if you go back and look at it in the first round. Uh, now, you can always find somebody, but I'm just telling you, and a lot wouldn't have worked out. So year two, they almost have to reach a little bit for a guy like Bortles because, like, okay, we're two years into this thing. we got to go get a quarterback. And even then... They would have been better off waiting until, like, the second round. And who's the best quarterback out of that? Like, Derek Carr, I think, now. Yeah. And that wasn't even looking like that for a long time. But they waited and waited. And now look at Derek Carr. He's played well. So, I feel a little bit like that with this draft. I think the elite guys at the top are better than that draft. At least that, that's my feeling. But I don't necessarily think, like, Aiden Hutchinson's the best player in the draft. Mm -hmm. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars need a pass rusher. I think that's crystal clear. And I think he might be the safest pick for the Jags to go. But I don't think he's the best pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars if you want the best player in the draft. Okay. I think you can make a case Kyle Hamilton's the best player in the draft. I think you can make, make a case Trayvon Walker might be the best. I think you can make a case Aiden Hutchinson is. And I think you can make a case Kayvon Thibodeau mm -hmm. is. And you might even be able to make a case like uh, around a guy like Sauce Gordon or Evan Neal, right? So I think it's just debatable is my point. And so... This is really interesting for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you go safe or do you go reach for the stars and go get a guy that could be terrific? And that's why Trayvon Walker has intrigued me for the last few weeks. I think he is that guy. I'm not even sure his, ceil his floor is really that low. I think his ceiling is super high. I think the biggest question with him, as you said before, is one, fit right now. Where are you putting him? Correct. And two, 
I think the lack of production on that defense, I, I think, is a decent argument in, in defense. As Schrager just referenced, that Micah Parsons had better production coming out of Penn State. So did Alden Smith. And so did Alden Smith when he came out. Yeah. So Al- Alden Smith had 12 sacks his freshman year. Because, like, I saw a comparison today that – who was it? Was it – someone said that Bulky likes – Well, that's what we just played coming oh, okay, in. okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. that was Schrager, yeah. Okay, Schrager, yeah. So Schrager said that Bulky likes – Trevon Walker because he reminds him of Alden Smith. Smith. Yeah. Well, Alden Smith had 12 sacks his freshman year. Where did Alden Smith go? Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Yeah. Trevon Walker did not. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I, mean, I a, get that point. I, mean, I also like, can't it's, be it's, the end-all, be-all. Like, well, no. I mean, like, like, listen, like a guy had sacks or didn't have sacks. In comparison, I mean, like Trevon Walker ran a 4-5. Alden Smith ran a 4-8. So, like, what, what's the comparison? The well, comparison is the arms. Well, first of all, like, we're seeing a little analysis here, right? And I don't know. I think people are tying into could he see Alden Smith in him, and that's who he picked in San Francisco. Sure. Right? I mean, is that directly coming from uh, the Jags camp? Well, that's what the, the soundbite said, though, right? He, he said that he thought uh, Trent well, Baalke liked Trevon Walker because he reminded him of Alden Smith. Yeah, he cites a couple other examples of kind of off-the-wall, non-guaranteed picks. DeForest Buckner was in there. Armstead was in there that you go for the athletic freak versus the sure thing. So to your point, yes, Alden Smith was the comparison. Yeah, and and I get the Alden Smith comparison because of San Francisco and and everything else. Let's hope it's not a comparison in the -the off-the-field stuff. No, for sure. But, like, what what the comparison is what because he has long arms because they're the same height? Because, like, hands different weight because they're freaky. Yeah, freaky athlete. But Alden Smith ran a 4-8. That's not that freaky. What did they use Alden Smith as positional? Did they, did they move him around? Or no, they just used him as an edge. edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. listen, I, mean, I don't know. Alden Smith it, almost. So. No, no, I, I got you. <laughs> I wasn't I mean, comparing him to Alden Smith, but he did. Alden Smith had 20, <laughs> I mean, he almost had 20 sacks in San Fran. Like his second year would have been. So I'm not saying, like, he's not a freak because on the field, the dude was legit. But, like, I don't think we're talking about he was, like, a freak athlete coming out of college because if you look at his numbers, I don't know. I don't know. His 4-8, though, for that position t- 10 years ago, a little freaky. I mean, a lot has changed. 4-4, four, four, that back then was freaky. I, I mean, mean, if you're a 4-4, you're pretty damn good. Not anymore. Now you got to run, like, a 4-3. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, like, what Von Miller ran, but I feel like Von Miller probably ran a lot better than all. Like, 4 eights, not. I mean, I ran a 4-8. Yeah. And that was in 2010. Yeah. No one's calling yeah, me I a hear freak. What you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, DeForest Buckner might fit this a little bit. I do. Yeah. Like, the, he mentioned Micah Parsons mm-hmm. in that freaky kind of mold, right? Yeah. Um, and then he did bring up the uh, the production from Parsons was, was a lot better. Yeah. So, I guess, here's the thing. We've talked about this multiple times in the last few weeks on the mm-hmm. show. And, and by the way, I think it's a fascinating conversation. I think it's very much in play. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. And, and I am telling you, listening to the show, that is not with any inside information Mm -hmm. i just think it's very much in play because i think this guy from what i've heard from the folks that cover georgia a lot and from what you do see on tape from i think it's hard to ignore that freaky stuff when you're different than everybody else you do some things that are better than everybody else sure you can't teach that stuff and so all coaches want that stuff all people want that stuff and so if now you can fit him somewhere and you can see him projected in how you will use him. And that's really been our biggest issue with this guy, Trayvon Walker, is less about the production and probably more where does he fit in this defense for what the Jags need, not mm-hmm. only right now, but under Mike Caldwell's scheme. And maybe there is some fit there that we're not seeing, but it's a little more difficult to find 
because of the three four base the edge, the drop back at the NFL level. He dropped back in college, but at the NFL level, can he do it at the size that he is? Or is he just that freaky where he can be 270 pounds and do all this stuff? Yeah, which could be a possibility for sure. Yeah, and so, but then I have this other question. We're seeing a lot more Trayvon Walker talk. Does that mean there is some momentum? Or could this be smoke? But what I don't really understand is the smoke, like, what's it benefiting? If it's smoke, mm-hmm. we've talked about Aiden Hutchinson. If you want to throw some smoke out on Aiden Hutchinson, well, now you might get Detroit thinking a little bit, right? Because people really think Detroit's after him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who you're getting thinking if you throw out some smoke on Trayvon Walker. Maybe you're just confusing Detroit a little bit. Yeah. So I don't understand it, right? There's smoke sometimes. I get it. That's part of this process. Some people use it. Other people don't. But I really just wouldn't understand the Trayvon Walker smoke that much in this instance. So I really do feel like this is more momentum building. As Here's how it works, folks. As the process goes along from, the, from everybody's mock drafts in November, look at them then and look at them now and they'll change. When I say everybody, I mean like some of the, the pundits, the national analysts. And that changes because you know why? Information is gathered. Feelings are gathered. Nobody's straight out saying we're taking this guy, but you're starting to read the tea leaves a little bit from the combine to the, uh, for the senior bowl, really, to the combine when you're around these GMs and personnel people. And this is exactly where Schrager's getting this, is he's reading some tea leaves on what potentially could be the case, the visits that they've had with Walker, the interviews they've had. Maybe it's coming from the agent side. So I do think... Not just Schrager saying it. I think this has been a thing the last few weeks now, and I think there's some momentum that the Jaguars could take Trayvon Walker because I can also find some sense in it. I think the ceiling for him is so good. No, I think that they're looking at what Trent Baalke likes, what he liked in San Francisco, what he drafted, and and D-line being a a position of need there. And Walker does fit a mold, you know, whether it's the long arms, whether it's the – you know, the, the I mean, he had, like, one of the best, what was it, the three cones ever, I think, or like in terms of, like, elite speed there, um, like, J.J. Watt-type numbers. Like, I mean, there's a lot to like about Javon Walker, and I'm not hating on that dude whatsoever. Like, he, he could be the best pick of this draft. But to me, it's also very risky because of what the resume says of what the stats say. And when we're talking about the number one overall pick, I'm not saying that has to be, like, the safest pick number one overall. I think Hutchinson is that guy. Now, should we be having the conversation, number one overall? Yeah, just take the safe guy. Well, that's not really a fun conversation to have either. But I also think trying to be great or just be okay? for sure. But I also think the number one pick has to come with at least a guarantee of you have a plan in place of what you're going to do with that guy. And I'm not sure where you would put Trevon Walker on a base defense. I'm not sure if you would say, you know what, let's just go with a 4-3 defense, put him at big defensive end, and there he is. I'm not sure if you could put him on outside linebacker for the entire scheme and then just have him drop back, cover running backs, and everything like that. I'm not sure where you would put him. And if I'm having that question, and maybe, you know, Caldwell already knows he has a plan in place. Maybe that's the case. Then so be it. But I just, I'm not sure where exactly he would be on this defense. And uh, I'll say what I've said before. I think that if, if Trevon Walker is truly like the number one guy and that's who you're taking, then I hope you at least try to field some calls about some team moving up because I think you can get Trevon Walker at two, at three, or possibly even four. Yeah, and you've been very adamant about that. And by the way, I know people out there are probably saying, well, Austin, it's not like Hutchinson did a lot through his career. He's had one year of success, right? Well, that, and, yeah. and by the way, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just defending you here. Yeah. You're not really a fan of them picking Hutchinson anyway. Yeah. You'd like him to see go get Thibodeau. Yeah, I think like if yeah, you had yeah, your yeah, choice, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, at yeah. number one. Yeah. 
And Thibodeau, by the way, from a production standpoint, nine sacks, three sacks, seven sacks. But don't just look at the sacks. His tackles for losses, yeah. 14, nine and a half, and 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he was really disruptive at Oregon. So he's actually probably the most proven guy from a statistical standpoint, actually, production standpoint, which, again, in the evaluation process, don't dismiss that. I mean, you hear people really want those guys that have been productive, not just once, but for two, three years, and maybe even four if it comes to that. It doesn't seem to come to that anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think I, – I just think it's a fascinating discussion. I, I think we all agree Hutchinson might be the safest guy, but the safest guy is safe because his ceiling is not that high. Like we're looking at a floor – like his ceiling is not as high as Thibodeau's or Walker's. I think Probably we would all agree not. on that. Probably not. Right? Yeah. Uh, and by the way, we could be wrong on that. Correct. I should say Max Crosby went the third round, yeah. hanging out at UFC fights here in Jacksonville. Yeah, a lot of people and also just signed a $100 million deal. Yeah, and that was a small school guy too, you know, <laughs> yeah. and he kind of got it right away. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously there's mystery here. Uh, Mike K, by the way, our buddy Mike K says three cone matters more than 40 if you're a DL. His three cone was legitimately elite. Yeah, that's um, what put JJ Watt in the map. And Moon Rider says, uh, I take Walker over Hutch a million times. And I'll tell you this, I've said this before on the show many times. I'm way more excited if they take Trevon Walker. Way more mm. excited than if they, they take. That doesn't mean I don't like the Hutch pick. Mm-hmm. I get it. I see it. Because here's the Jags. The Jags are a little bit, they've, they might be in their own head on this, and I'm not sure I blame them. Because I think every Jags fan out there right now could say this too. And, and I'm not sure you're in your own head. You've just seen it unfold. What cannot take place for the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2022 is a busted number one overall pick. Like, you've got to get something out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And if that means you don't get the ceiling of being a Hall of Famer, but you still get a couple of Pro Bowls along the way and 10 sacks a year and maybe an occasional 14-sack year, and when that's not a bust, then you know what? In these parts, that's somewhat of a win. I hate to say it, but it's somewhat of a win based off what they've done over the last dozen years. Let me ask you this, though. Do you need a, f- a first overall pick to come in right away and contribute, or do you need to, uh, to give him some time to grow? Because that's what I feel like with Trevon Walker. Yeah. Like, if he comes in, like, is he going to be ready day one? Is, is he going to get you 10-plus sacks his first year? I don't know. Yeah. I think Hutchinson could, just based off effort alone. I think he could. I'm not sure if Walker can his first year. I don't. I mean, and if we're I having that yes, conversation, do need to make impact. Yeah, and then right. if we're having that conversation, well, I mean, and listen, maybe it is the Micah Parsons effect. Maybe he does have Micah Parsons type impact. I just, to me, the the, the college numbers they, they they do say something. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's break early uh, so we can get to shock your mock and and have a full go of it. Uh, that went a little longer than I planned. Yeah, that's all good. So we still got shock your mock coming up four o'clock, and um, honestly, it wouldn't shock my mock if Trayvon Walker went number one overall. And I don't think at this point many people would be shocked. I'm not sure they like it. But you just you said the biggest thing, man. Just give us a plan. Be transparent in your plan with whatever. We know what you're doing with Hutchinson. Yeah. We know what you're doing with Thibodeau. Yeah. If this guy comes in here, just explain to us. Well, I always say, just explain to us, okay, how is this guy going to be great? Yeah. Right? And, and here's how we're going to use him. And yeah, he's a little bigger for an edge guy in this role, but he is freaky, and it doesn't matter. No. Dismiss that. Look at him at like a 255-pound guy, you know, instead of 275. And maybe you could get us excited about it if you're transparent in that sense. But this organization has messed up not only with their selections, and, and by, I know Doug Peterson and even Balky for the most part haven't been a part of this, but they've also messed up in their projections of where to play people. Mm-hmm. And some of those guys, first-round guys or early second-round guys like Miles Jack and 
and Taven Bryant. And so have a plan. Get the most out of whatever guy you're going to pick. That is, I think, what everybody's asking the Jacks to do. Could it be Trayvon Walker? Absolutely. We shock you or mock when we come back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I feel like, you know, last year, if he's healthy, Mike T would have been healthy. You can't tell me we wouldn't have been a 13-win team. Mm-hmm. This year, that's the, the expectations I'm going in with. Although, yeah. we did, you know, yeah. we, we, Y'all that's, hear just, that's how me? confident I am. <laughs> Who's that? All right. I mean, that was Keyshawn, right, in the back? In the back, well, yeah. 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 So, 13-win uh, team is someone from the NFL, right? Yeah, it was. Current player uh, said Mike T was hurt. Mike uh, Thomas, that's the Saints? Yeah. Kamara, no, they, mm-hmm. Kamara wouldn't be doing interviews right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, uh, Haywood. Or, no. Uh, the other defensive end. Um, yeah. Jordan. Cameron Jordan. I uh, said Haywood. Cameron Haywood. Yeah, Cameron Jordan. Dang, Dang it, man. Do you agree with him? You know, 13-win team. No. It's just Michael Not Thomas. And, and Jameis Winston was also part of that. Not reference. a chance. Okay. Yeah, it's, you're asking a lot there. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, I mean, he's, he's, he's a great player. But, I mean, Cameron Jordan's a great player. Yeah, what, what I think one of the most underrated players in the league. They have, yeah, he probably is. They have some talent. They have a lot of talent, but I mean, they got Dennis Allen too. How will he do? Different role. Yeah. Well, Sean Payton, man, forget it. Don't forget about that. I can't sleep on that. I mean, Sean Payton probably one of the best coaches of the last fifteen years, right? He's up there. Yeah, I think I think most consistent for sure. Yeah. So did he? I mean, he had a losing season, right? Or not? I mean, they might have. I mean, we're talking about Tom not, not having too losing. many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I had Drew Brees for a lot of it, for sure. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. Well, we extend. Say so we usually do shock your mock right in the four o'clock frame of four four twenty. Yeah. Well, we we say we just wanted to make sure we did at least one more segment. Sure. Before we get kicked off. I don't think we're getting kicked off. I don't know what's coming. I know you don't. You, you said I'm not even telling you. I'm just doing it. Sure to do it. So, yeah. yeah. We talked about it. We made the decision that. Executive decision. Well, I, I, yeah, but I was in here earlier, and I'm not so sure you're long for this gig anyway. Well, we didn't. Okay. I was a little upset earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, long story short, uh, I walked in. I'm like, Casey, I have this idea for Shock Your Mock. And he was like, I don't think I should. you should do that. And I said, well, then I, I bring up some examples of why, you know, you can do it. And he's like, yeah, you're right. And okay. then I said, should we ask our, our new program director if I should do it, if I could do it? And he goes, absolutely not. That is so, what I said. Yes. That's exactly what he said. So what so, do I say? What do you mean? What do you say? If you hesitate, don't go. Oh, I don't hesitate. If, yell, if you hesitate, hesitate at the yellow okay. light, don't so go. So here's the thing. If you I hesitate to steal second base, don't go. Here's the thing. I didn't hesitate. I asked Casey and he hesitated. Austin's full go. You'll, full you'll go. understand why in a second because he I had bet, to purchase a prop. Yeah, I had to purchase a prop for this. And, and I am full cheap. go. Uh, this one was pretty. Hey, this is hey. This is the. Okay, this one wasn't cheap. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sell it. Wasn't cheap. <laughs> okay, they're not giving this stuff away. Absolutely not. They were this one, but they're not usually giving this stuff away. All right. Ready to roll? Well, let's go. Hit the button, Casey. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined. Mortified and stupefied. So you tried to play GM and you started a mod. So I go to my boy Money Martin, I'll be popping in the truck. We sell the mother. Gonna suck your mop. Gonna suck your mop. Gonna suck your mop. Gonna suck your mop. 
Gonna suck your mouth. Gonna suck your mouth. Gonna suck your mouth. <clears throat> All right. So, Brent, what's happening tonight? Do you know? It's happening tonight. Yeah. What What's on TV tonight? Big, big thing on TV tonight. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody. Everybody's talking about it. You should be talking about it more than anybody. Not everybody. Bachelor? No. Come on, Why, why am I talking about The Bachelor? No. That would come from me. The Masked Singer? Again, no, 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 no. Not everybody's talking, talking about tigers. It. I don't think everybody's talking Everyone's about talking about it. I might have been talking about it on Action News Jacks as an expert. The CMTs, weren't they yesterday? Oh, Brett, no, 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 no. The, the CMT awards are tonight. Oh, they're tonight. Uh, I think 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Check your local listings, That's everybody. That's a Monday move. But, but you know how we do it sometimes. Sometimes we switch it up a little bit on Shock Your Mock. And since it's a special CMT edition, I'm not sure if you heard about this. I actually sat down with Chandler Morgan and talked about the CMT awards and who some of my picks are going to be. That's, that's Chandler Morgan in the morning, by the case you didn't know who she was. CBS 47 and Fox 30. You better believe it. Check your local listings Chandler as well. Morgan gets more mentions well, here comes on this the show than everybody. It's literally Austin's competitor in the mornings on a different medium, but no. Yeah, it's fine. You, you, listen to the radio, watch her at the same time. It's not a big deal. Hey, it's what we call collaboration. But since this is going to be a CMT Awards collaboration, well, what's more country music than putting a big old dip in when you're trying to break down shock your oh. mock? So I went to the gas station. I said, give me your cheapest. <laughs> give me your most hardcore dip you got. You know what they gave me? Big old thing of Longhorn, long cut mint, baby. Nice. So I'm, I'm going to be putting a big, as we call it back in Wisconsin, I'm going to put a big ripper in my mouth. <laughs> Hopefully I don't puke or throw it up or um, pass out. But hang on one second, please. When's that, the last time you had a dip in? Been a bit. <laughs> Did you sit in team meetings with dip in? No. Mm -mm. Gosh, that's a big one, man. I'm not, I'm not lying. Do you have a bottle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got the... <laughs> you have a trash can? I don't need a trash can, Is man. This I'm from Wisconsin. Is this your first time? Dipping? <laughs> <laughs> you just made the face like well, it was. Hey, Brent, th th this is a big one. So, okay. Uh, well, yeah, this Longhorn's not the best. Okay, so let's get into going? it. Yeah, I'm hammered. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. We got Orion Hayes reached, Haynes reached out in the... Was it your DMs or the, the action... Uh, it's a uh, ESPN 691. Okay. Went in our DMs. And a little story about this guy. Sorry, I'm, sp I'm spitting here. Yeah. It smells good. A little story about this guy. So this guy actually gave us an old version of Shock Your Mock, but we accidentally played it a little too quickly, oh. right? So, so we released it, and then we had to make that edit. Sorry and about now that. The, no, it's, and it's all good. Now, that's not Casey's fault. It was our fault together. We should have gone down to, like, and done this from the back of my truck. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I mean, I'm wearing a camouflage shirt. I thought that was kind of pretty a little on brand, too, but it is what I it is. I didn't even think you were wearing a shirt. I know. Uh, God, can't see me John Cena style, baby. All right, so anyway, so we got this guy, Orion, whatever his name is. Orion Haynes sent us another one to break down. You think he would have learned on the first one in terms of Orion all these or trades? Orin. Orin, Orion. I mean, Brent, with all these trades, Orin. I don't think it really matters at this point. Orin, <laughs> sorry. So let's get into Shock Your Mock. And by the way, it's a special CMT edition where I've dipped my mouth. And also, I'm going to compare his picks to country music singers. Yes. How do you like that? Uh, well, you like that? I'll be relate. ESPN relate. 690 goes country, everybody. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> instead of having a pick right away, he opted to uh, make a big trade. So he traded the first overall pick and the first overall pick from 2024 for the second pick overall, the 32nd pick overall, the 34th pick overall, and the 66th pick oh, overall. Gosh. I don't know if my head's spinning from the dip or my head's spinning from these trades. 
And then he proceeds to go, takes the second pick, trades the first pick. Okay, trades a first-round pick in 2023, a second-round pick in 2023, and a second-round pick in 2024 to get the fourth pick, the 10th pick, the 35th pick, and the 38th pick this year. Are you with me? Because I'm lost. No, I mean, nobody is with you. What? I I, I learned something early in my career. It's like you have way too many numbers in your intro on TV for 10 seconds. Yeah. And that's like you just gave those people way too many numbers. Bottom line is they traded with the Lions and the Jets, and they got the fourth and tenth pick. How about yeah. that? So, hey, how about and you we got dri- dip dripping from I your know. beard? It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Dude, it happens. All right, so let's get into the picks, actually. Hun, stop trading all the time. Pick number four, Kayvon Thibodeau. Or should we call him Allen Jackson, right? Because you talk about Allen. Something funny? <laughs> no, go something ahead. Something funny? No. Because, in my opinion, he just might be the best. Doesn't get talked about with the best all the time. You know, that's Garth Brooks. That could be George Strait. But to me, he's got the most swag out of anybody, like an Allen Jackson. The most upside out of anybody, like an Allen Jackson. The guy's a straight-up swagger hound. You know how I feel about him. Could be the best pass rusher in this draft. It took a long ways to get to him with all these trades, but I like the pick at number four. Well, I like I it a lot. Too. Good town. Good pick, job. Pick number 10. Ooh, Brent. Back-to-back good picks. Let's go. And by the way, B-minus? I feel like you should have played like Chattahoochee or something mm. with Alan Jackson. Come on now. I mean, with that mustache and those acid wash jeans, you can't go wrong with it. Uh, pick number 10, we got Jordan Davis. Could be a little high for him, but you got your guy. I'm not mad at that. Jordan Davis, a.k.a. George Strait. Solid. Mm. Dependable. Uh, uh, a brand you can recognize from a mile away. Probably look good in a hat. Well, look in the hat. You know what you're getting with George Strait, though, right? He's never going to let you down. Athlete, beast, and plays like a true troubadour. Check yes or no. What is a troubadour? A cowboy? Uh, sure. You don't know? Mm. Ha- but it, it is mentioned in a lot of country well, songs. Well, they call him the troubadour. Yeah. So I, Okay, cowboy. So Jordan Davis is a cowboy. Yep, so I like that pick. Now we get a little off the rails once again. You trade Kayvon Chase, Kayvon Chase on pick number 33, 222, 235, a, a fourth rounder in 2023, and a third round in 2024. And you get the 18th pick overall. Great. You know what this means, Brent? Trevor Lawrence is going to be happy. You know why? He's got himself a wide receiver. Oh, no, wait. He's got himself Tyler Lindenbaum out of Iowa Center. Now, I like Tyler Lindenbaum a lot. I said he could be a once-in-a-generational center and all this stuff. People love him in Iowa. I have connections in Iowa. He's the real deal. My question is, Casey, give me the top five centers right now in the NFL. And go. Uh, <laughs> Casey, give me the top five wide receivers in the NFL. And go. Wide receivers? Yeah. Uh, Hopkins could be in there potentially. Yeah. Adams. 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 Uh, Keenan Allen. Cooper Cup. Can I hear about Cooper Cup now? And this rests my the list case. goes on and on. When we're talking about that high of a draft pick in the first round, and you don't take a wide receiver and you take a center... We riot. So Taylor Lindenbaum is Florida Georgia line. Why would I care about Florida Georgia line where I can go see Jason L. Dean, where I can see Dirks Bentley, you know, some of the best wide receivers in the draft? Enough said. I hate the pick. I absolutely hate the pick. Uh, Pick number 34. Dirks Bentley coming to Daly's place, by the way. That's why I said it. So is, uh, you know, who else coming to? Tim McGraw. Tim. Mm. I can't wait for the Tim reference. I'm taking a spit for that one. Mm, Tim, cheers to you. Big old spit coming out. All right. Uh, Leo Chanel. <laughs> Do I dare call him the Tim McGraw of this draft? Leo Chanel, small town guy out of Wisconsin. We, you know what we call him? Call him the godfather of Grantsburg, Wisconsin. You know where Grantsburg is? No. I don't even know where it is. I don't either. But it's a small, small town. Tim McGraw's from like my daily Louisiana, so. Small. Small town. That's why I said Onions. It. So Leo Chanel, he's got a 40-inch vertical. 
Um, My daily onions. <laughs> Forty-inch vertical plays with. Okay, this is a horrible idea. Forty-inch uh, vertical plays with reckless abandonment. He's coming from a Jim Leonard coach defense where he can fit into any kind of defense, and it's going to be okay from Wisconsin. I like this pick a lot. The Jaguars need a linebacker. At pick 34, it's a little high for my liking, though, because I don't think he's the best linebacker overall. I mean, he's he's, he's a unit, as Casey would say, but I don't think he's the yeah, best sure. one overall. Uh, I give this pick probably like a, a B plus. Okay. It could be an A, though. You know what I'm just saying? because he's a badger. Yep, exactly. He went somewhere else, like you wouldn't be as high on. Oh, he's getting that Wisconsin bump ring. You know how we do. Abraham Lucas, pick number 45. Who? Who? <laughs> Abraham Lucas is Taylor Swift, all right? Because I did some research on him. Is he playing guards? Is he playing tackle? What is Taylor Swift doing? Hey, Taylor Swift, pick a lane. Are you country? Are you alternative? Are you folk? What are you doing? So Taylor Lucas, a little about him out of Washington State. They have him as a tackle. He's playing guard the next level, okay? So get the tackle thing out of here, a pro football focus, whatever this is. Um, Abraham Lucas, good athletic, great in the pass game. But much like Taylor Swift, can be sensitive in the run game. Not, 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 not a mauler. Doesn't have sand in his pants. Doesn't have an anchor. These, that's what the scout said about him. And let's go and take him at pick number forty-five. This is off the rails. Casey, hit, hit the button. Off the rails. Do we need a well, you, you need a guard. Yeah. And that's, I think, what he's thinking about. I, I don't know, man. All right. So let's go to pick number sixty-five. Right. We have a lot of picks in the third round. It's. I like more picks in the third than in the sixth, though, I will say. Hey, where's the wide receiver at, though, huh? But no, let's go to Montana State. And let's get another linebacker. Gene Smith alert. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Gene Smith alert. So Troy Anderson, 6'4", 235, ran a 4'4", 1". Linebacker out of Montana State. I guess the app likes it because they gave him an A here in the pick. I love it. A little fun fact about Troy Anderson. He played linebacker, had 150 tackles, seven passes defended, two sacks. Also played quarterback, running back, and was the punter a little bit for Montana State. Miles Jack. It, it, it's Taysom Hill. 2.0. It's Taysom Hill. It's Taysom Hill. Um, I don't know why we're taking this guy. Uh, <laughs> why? I think we have become, we're getting, we're in love with linebackers, this, this draft. Yeah, this, uh, and listen, I understand that the Just guy. paid a guy $15 million a year. And like, I, I don't want to badmouth this guy too much, but so far, this might be the of all the trades that he made. What are we doing right now? Let's keep on going, though. Maybe he's going to redeem himself down the line. Uh-oh. Justin Ross, Mr. Spinal Surgery himself. That's a Trent Bulky Blue Light special case. Hit the button. <laughs> Justin Ross, some good, some bad. Toby Keith. Okay? How do you, how, how do you like me now? Mm, Very nah. good. Just yeah. Red Solo Cup? Trash. Yeah. Trash song. Trash song. We don't know where we're going to go with Justin Ross, right? And Toby Keith is kind of a – he's kind of a wild card, Brent, you know? In terms of country, he's a wild card. I don't like this pick right here at 65. Really? Yeah. Is it a restaurant? restaurant? Yeah, not bad. Decent? It's okay. It's like a sports bar? Uh, yeah, kind of, I guess. Do you drink out of a red solo cup? Do you have red solo cups there? Like are actual <laughs> cups? <laughs> Probably. Or, you know, I think – no, I don't think the – maybe they changed that. I think I went before the song came out. So, I get it. This is, this is uh, Trevor Lawrence's dude, not Toby Keith, uh, but um, Justin Ross. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence's guy. I get that. But it's way too risky, in my opinion, to take him at pick number 66 overall and expect him to come in right away and make a difference. Yeah, he's got to be like a mid-round pick, like a fifth-round pick yeah. if you're going to grab him. Right? Yeah, I, I get making Trevor Lawrence happy, but you also could have made him happy by taking maybe, I don't know, a top-five wide receiver instead of Abraham Lucas out of <laughs> Washington State. 
<laughs> so, and even by pick 66, I bet there are still some high-quality receivers yeah. on the board that's that deep. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe Trent Bolton knows. is terrible, but he's no. injured. He, he, that's the thing, Brent. We don't know with, with Justin Ross. It's way too much of a gamble. I think at pick number 66, I don't like it. Pick number 70, oh, we got Casey Musgraves coming to the table, Brent. Dependable. Oh, where's the shirt? Dependable, the go-to. I like Dylan Parham here. He probably should have been maybe taken where Abraham Lucas was taken. This is a guy that can come in and compete right away for a starting People spot. People love Parham on yeah. the box. Mm -hmm. I got a fact for us as I've tried to even keep up with those. And I was going to cue to that because you know how Dylan Parham is. Every single mock we've had, Dylan Parham's been on there. Casey, let's get it. He does not have a Twitter account. Dylan Parham is the only person on the planet that is Twitterless, and that's him. Do you know why? He, because, <laughs> do you know why? Because he loves football. He, he doesn't have time for social yeah. media, for hashtags, for emojis. All he cares about is football. I like that a lot. I like that at pick number Coughlin seven. Coughlin would love this guy. Oh, Kingsbury, mm. not so much. Mm. Let's keep on going here. Pick 106. I can't. Oh, man. I can't stop it this much longer. Uh, pick number, what are we at, 70? Nope. 106, 106 sorry. 106. Kellen Dish. 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 Careful. Kellen Dish. 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 Okay. Kellen Dish. Um, a little about him. A lot like his, uh, his counterpart, Abraham Lucas. Decent in the pass game, questionable in the run game. Some people have called him a little undersized and maybe lack some aggressiveness at tackle. Okay, this is more of a depth player at pick 106. I guess I'm not mad at it. You can work him, add some weight to him, add some muscle. It is what it is, but overall, man, it is what it is. I'm going to say Is this much. a whole draft? No, no, sir. This is the first uh, three different page draft. Oh. So this is the first one that I've had to do three different pages. Uh, well, you yeah. make 400 trades. Yeah, we got all the trades that took oh, up a lot I of space. I can't wait till you get to the next guy. And now we have a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for my tonight. Garth Brooks reference. Oh, he's, he's, he's not, not going to make an appearance here. Oh. In the later rounds? He's not I was going to say should. He's not making an appearance. So then we got Grant... Calcalata, Cal, Calcaterra, Calcaterra. There we go, Brent. Appreciate that. I'm here for Grant Calcaterra. Pick one fifty-seven out of SMU tight end. A little fun fact about Grant, whatever his name is, uh, <laughs> six four, two forty-one, athletic, but blocking and I quote has disappeared on film. Doesn't matter. <laughs> has disappeared on film, some scout said. His blocking has disappeared. It, it ceases to exist. Doesn't matter. We don't need tight ends to block. We need him to catch routes. He could eventually be that guy. To me, Trisha Yearwood. You, you might have heard of him. The, 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 there's some That's promise cool. there. But, like, what has she done? You know, like, give me one song from Trisha Yearwood. That's a great call. And go. That is such a good call. It's as close as you're getting to Garth Brooks. I'm waiting. That is as close as we're getting to Garth Brooks. I'm waiting, and that's my point, right? 157, you take a gamble. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it's a really good song by Trisha Yearwood, but I get you. Well, it ain't that good. <laughs> it ain't that good if you can't think of it, is it? So I think he, bad at this he's giving you the, 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 the Trisha Yearwood of this draft. We'll see. You know, I mean, you're, you're married to a legend, but come on. All right, pick 180, Noah Ellis, Hank Williams Jr. Ah, here we go. Father was Luther Ellis, former All-Pro. <laughs> Here we go. That you know what I'm saying? Sense. It makes sense. I hear you. Uh, so this guy is 6'4", 367, coming out of Idaho, defensive lineman, straight-up nose tackle. Um, there is some concerns about the weight, and there's some concerns about what exactly he can do. This guy's a two-gapper. That's all he's going to do. Two-gapper. Yeah, I think he has one sack his entire career. This guy is brought in to the road grader, if you will, to, 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 to plug up the holes, all that stuff. Depth purposes, obviously. Straight-up nose tackle. Could probably two-gap. I'm not mad at a pick 180. He, he could probably come in right away and contribute. But as far as the pass game is concerned, you're not going to see him make much of an appearance. Um, just like Hank Williams Jr., you'll see him, you know, 
Are you ready for some football? That's about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She's in love with a boy, by the way, Trisha Yearwood. Oh, is that her? Best, yeah. Yeah, okay. Walk away Joe, another one. Okay, 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 I gotcha. If you had somebody with Joe's name, that would have been kind of fun. <laughs> Pierre Strong, Jr., South Dakota State, KC 437, hit the, hit, hit the burner button. Speed. I am speed. This guy's been popping up a lot, Brent. I like him a Jack lot. Rabbit. I, I like this dude a lot. Let's go ahead and give this guy the, the Dirks Bentley slogan, right? Because Dirks Bentley, always dependable. Um, we haven't heard from him necessarily in a while, I feel like. Drunk on a plane. Drunk on a plane. I'm getting drunk on a plane. Yeah, exactly. I mean, keep him going. You got any more? Somebody's got to call uh, him home. Yeah. All the greatest hits. And Pierre Strong can play all the greatest hits as well. He can run between the tackles. He can catch out of the backfield. He can lower his shoulder. He can make you miss. The guy can do everything. He's Dirks Bentley. I like this pick a lot. People love this guy. Yeah, I, lo- I love this guy a lot, too. And I'll get, I'll get this, the small school, the Gene Smith. But... Well, sixth round, that's okay. And James Robinson, you know, small school guys can contribute at running back. So no, And also defensive end for Murray State as well. So they can definitely contribute, and it is what it is. Uh, pick 197, William Michael Morgan. Never heard of him. Doesn't matter. Uh, pick 261. Whiskey Myers, don't know. He's a kicker. Don't care. Enough said. Dicker the kicker. Yeah, I was going to say, he has a different last two than we did. Hmm? Huh? Jo- I, isn't it Josh Rivas and Cameron Dicker as the last two guys? Yeah, that's what I said. No, no, I'm sorry. So they're, they're country music counterparts. <laughs> oh, Josh, yeah, exactly, right? See, point taken. Josh Revis is William Michael Morgan. Never heard of him. I, I, I literally Googled top country music artist that no one's heard of, William Michael Morgan. <laughs> and then Cameron Dicker. Don't care. Never heard of him. Whiskey Myers. There you go. You know who Whiskey Myers is? I don't. In case of you. <laughs> I, I guess like he's big in the country music game. Man. All right. I'm taking my chew out now. This has been fun. And that's been Shock Your Mock. Yeah, very good. Nice yeah. job. Uh, you should have a new sponsor in Longhorn. Not the steakhouse, but the dip. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. I'm, By the way, how's I'm this, this going to mess you up for your workout tonight? Oh, yeah. Everything's compromised. Everything is compromised. <laughs> well, we appreciate the dedication. Yeah. Uh, in honor of the CMTs. Mm-hmm. Those are on CBS tonight? Probably. I think so. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> CBS I, I think they're on the CMT channel, aren't they? <laughs> Wouldn't they be? I don't think so. Seriously? I think they're on actually a network. The, the CMT awards aren't on the CMT network? They might be. Maybe they I, I don't know. I'll check. I mean, the MTV awards are on the MTV network. I don't know. All right, right, yeah. I should probably know that, huh? I should probably know that, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was on Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, check your local listings, everybody. Uh, uh, everybody was watching the Masters yesterday. We do have that. That is Shock Your Mock, by the way. And uh, keep sending them in. Got a couple more weeks of Shock Your Mock. Please stop with all those trades. Seriously. My goodness gracious. My head's spinning. Just make this easy and get us receivers and weapons. And how many linebackers do we need on this football team? Insane. How many tackles do we need on this football team? My goodness. Do you want some? Pierre Strong Jr. Nah. You want some Longhorn? No, you good? Nah. All right. I would like Casey, to you good? good? I'm okay right, right now. Man. Now, that's a dipper right there. Now, Casey? That's your, there's no way he he didn't dip in, in high school. Casey, are you dipping? Unconfirmed. Oh, he's dipping. I didn't do that, but. I can see why. It's This is horrible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. It's not the best. <laughs> like every team room in the NFL, by the way, has that. Oh, yeah. For, I mean, hey, this is, the, I think this is Brad Meester's go-to back there, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I should have sent this to Brad Meester. It's amazing how many people dip in the yeah. NFL. I thought yeah. it was a baseball thing. I know. Oh, dude. So, here, okay, here's the thing about dip in the NFL. When you're sitting in meetings, something's got to keep you awake, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I, I never dip because 
I was worried about Joe Cohen, right? So if I'm even a little buzzed and Joe Cohen's yelling at me in the meeting, I, I can't, like, I have to be on at all times. So for me, it was like sunflower seeds. So, like, uh, sunflower seeds are big and dip is big. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. What's your takeaway from Tiger Woods at the Masters? And is Scotty Scheffler a good winner for the PGA Tour, or is it a shade boring? <laughs> we'll talk about it. ESPN 690. Tiger Woods will win the Masters again in his life. I saw enough game in him. I think he's going to get better from here, not worse. And his knowledge of that course... His understanding of how to play that course is unparalleled. There's no one in the sport who has it right now. If he's ever going to win an event again, it's going to be on. I believe his that golf course gives him the best chance to do it. I know it's not flat, and I know that walk winds up hurting him. But I think that is less a factor than his extraordinary knowledge of how to play there and how to win there. We're still talking about country music. Whiskey Myers. I feel like I have heard Whiskey Myers, but well, first of I all, couldn't name his song. That's the most country that name is of a great all country time. Name. Yeah. yeah. Bourbon Daniels. You know, I'm sure there's a Bourbon Daniels out there just waiting. Just yes. waiting to make a push. You know what I'm saying? When you said Whiskey Myers, I thought you were, actually said Whiskey River. Which, by the way, was pretty good. I, and then all of a sudden it was gone. Like, yeah. I told you a story before. We used to have them as a sponsor on like a Sunday night, some part of something that we did yeah, on yeah, primetime. Yeah. So we'd come back from Jags games, and part of the deal was we'd get like trade with them. Okay. Um, I, I think. Um, and so we <laughs> could know. go get some, we could go get food because, you know, Sunday, working a long day, you don't really even think about dinner. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we'd get, <laughs> we'd go by, we'd get so many wings, and we'd probably gain five pounds just on Sunday nights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, they'd get so much food, but... Uh, well, we, we need one of those deals around here. We do, yeah. And well, no, the cool thing about... Sometimes it's better not to. Well, the thing about Whiskey River is they had a mechanical bowl, and I'm not going to put somebody on blast no, right now, but... you the, already did. You well, said it before. Yeah, but there might be somebody in the organization, I don't want to say who it was... Ron. Oh, wow, put him on blast! But yeah, someone from the organization... <laughs> Might have might have rolled the mechanical bowl on easy and might have broke his wrist <laughs> in doing so. And, and that was the end of his mechanical bowl career, let's just say. Did he train himself? <laughs> See, I mean, I'm trying to help this guy out, you know. I'm trying to keep a, a little, you know, class here, and you got to put that guy on blast. Yeah, he's the best, too. He's the best, yes. Um, hey, welcome back to Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We really don't have a lot of time. we got go to the, go to break here. We got football at five coming up. We got uh, one minute and 30 seconds. Oh, that's it. Oh, huh? you can appreciate this, Brett. So guess what we talked about this morning, since we have a little time here, just to, to talk about whatever. Uh, we we did the whole alien thing. If the aliens came down oh, and you yeah. pick one artist. Oh, yeah. 20 calls. Wait, you don't yeah. have to look at me. Look at Casey. That no, was his what, idea. No, we already talked about it. I'm talking to you now. Me and Casey discussed this So already. it went well. <sighs> it could have gone better. Winner? Uh Kanye West. Really? Well, that, that was my idea. Yeah, I, I said Kanye West. After you thought about it. Because, because like, we, we had gone with Beyonce, right? Yeah. Is that who won the day for yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all with Beyonce. Beyonce, but my whole theory was, okay, if it's aliens, they have technology, right? And they've seen everything. Like, they're so far advanced. Yeah, true. Well, then send Kanye West, man, in terms of, like, visionary, in terms of a uh, performance. The guy elevated outside the Atlanta Falcons dome. Remember that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the guy to close out his concert elevated above the, was it Mercedes? Yeah, Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes Dome. He might be an alien. 
He might be an alien. The uh-huh. only thing I've been thinking about since you told me how good that my idea went over yeah. on that station yeah. is just what kind of world we'd be living in if I produced every station. <laughs> I mean, everybody would just be so well, far Casey, and above. I think with your goal leader attitude, you maybe, maybe you can. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. That's, that's, that's what this company's looking for. In <laughs> case you haven't noticed. Your go attitude. Yeah, yeah. Casey, I'll, I'll put the good word in for you, Casey. Thank By you. the way, the story there, if you missed it the other day, we said if an alien came down, <laughs> who would you nominate to... Be the best musician, musician or to, to impress concert, impress aliens. the aliens. Yeah, from, from this country. And most of it came up because Drake and Bieber were from Canada, Canada. so we had to beat one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to send Kanye West. Kanye West. I still think Beyonce would be better. Or, or maybe Whiskey Myers. Who knows? Maybe he's an upstart. We don't know. It could be Whiskey Myers. Find out tonight on maybe CBS. It's, <laughs> yeah, CBS 47. Uh, Chris Stapleton, perhaps. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.